Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're doing a show called Finding the Balance. This is Mandy. Kim is not in the studio today because I have my husband here. Hello. Matt. Yep, I'm here. Introduce yourself, babe. I'm Matt. Tell, tell people about you. We've been married 20, 20 years. years. We just celebrated our 20th. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell them about you, though. What do you like? I can I can name off what you like. Well, then why don't you? Well, I'm thinking guitars and cars, cool cars, expensive cars. <laughs> yeah. Cars we can't afford. Things, that, things we don't have money or time for. <laughs> um, you're a business guy, mm-hmm. uh, work in the business world, and uh, we have two kids together. If you all don't know, we have a 15-year-old, almost ready to be 16-year-old, and a 12-year-old. And today we're talking about finding the balance because I find myself using that word a lot. And I find myself that you're not paying attention when I say it. And I got a little irritated about that a while back. And I think that's kind of what prompted this show. Do you remember what we were talking about? No. But I do remember thinking balance is boring. That's what you said to me. You said, okay, so let me take this back. So you were stressed out. And I remember you coming to me saying, I'm ready to start this workout thing there's no time. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, where am I going to fit it in? Because I'm either taking away from work or I'm taking away from time with the kids. But I know I need to do this for my health, right? Mm -hmm. And you were kind of venting about all the things that you struggle with, which they were all valid concerns. And I remember kind of being on my high horse saying, well, babe, you just, you got to find the right balance. Like, it's all about the healthy balance. Yeah, I didn't like that. You didn't at all. And you, you kind of snapped off, and you were like, balance is boring. It is boring. I, and you even said, I like risk. Like, I like exciting. Like, all or nothing. Let's do it. Well, look, I mean, <laughs> in life, we have speed limits, right? We can't go, supposedly can't go over a certain speed limit. We have to pay a certain amount of taxes. We've got, you know, we've got to act a certain way at work. We have to, you know, there are so many limits and and. and so like political have, correctness. The yeah, stuff. there's that. I mean, we, we, we are expected to always balance everything. And sometimes balance, it's just honestly, it's boring. So I want to talk about that because I think when you said that, it was like a light bulb went off in both of our heads that we're looking at balance differently. We have different views of it. And when we were using it to discuss our practical day-to-day lives, that's why our communication was shutting down a little bit, because we view it differently. Mm, Yeah, probably do. And so we kind of dived into, well, this is how I see balance, right? And so I went to Matt, and I said, well, for me, you know, I think about Jesus, and I think about his life and how he spent his time and his resources, right? And in my mind, there's three categories there. You know, one is that Jesus poured into his disciples, right? And so 
in my mind, that equates for me pouring into my family, you know, that that core group of people that I'm trying to disciple and raise up to be productive humans in the world. Right. And then I looked at Jesus like his his work. You know, he spoke to the masses. He saved. He healed. You know, he did miracles. That was his work category. And then I looked at the time that he spent in, you know, we like to call it self-care. We did a show on that. But I would say like your time with the father, you know, your quiet time, the be still and know. He would go off to pray by himself. He would, um, he would, there was this closeness, this relationship that he was submitting to his father, right? And so, again, we call it self-care. There's lots of different things. But I look at those three categories and I try to find the balance with my three things there, you know? So I have my family that I'm deciding which is the 12 disciples in in Jesus. I have my work, you know, any work that we all do, we all have work, right? And then we have the time, our alone time. But you see that very differently. When I said that to you, you were like, I don't think Jesus, because I said, I think Jesus is balanced and that's what I'm striving for. And you said to me, I don't think he's balanced. I don't. I don't view Jesus as a, a great example of balance. I view Jesus as quite the opposite. So tell me how you view it. Well, I mean, of course, view him. Yeah, I mean, the dude did miracles, right? Water and the wine. I mean, the, the assortment of various miracles, which is not a what you would think of when you think of a balanced person. Uh, he stood in front of, um, you know, he stood in front of Pilate as Pilate was uh, asking him what. Or, you know, they say you're the king of the Jews. Are you the king of the Jews? I mean, at the, any moment, he could have literally defended himself and not gone to the cross. He knew what needed to be done. He literally stood in front of the, the government eye to eye and said, I, you know, I am who you say I am. Um, it, that's not a balance. That's not, you know. That's well, extreme. That's risk, le- right? That's what you're saying. I is. mean, I, I view, yeah, when we talk, when you and I talk about balance, I think balance means. I kind of have to give a little here to get a little there. And I've got to find that safe, comfortable middle point. Cozy. The cozy spot. The, 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 the area where there's less risk. It's safe. Yeah. It, a balance to me, when you say, um, find the balance. I think finding a comfortable, safe, convenient place to be where there's no risk, there's very little return, and it's boring. And I don't see Jesus did any of that, actually. I, I see um, everything Jesus did was risky. Everything Jesus did um, took an enormous amount of effort. And faith. And, well, I mean, and, and he was God, but on our part, yeah, we were asked to, you know. But and, and from our standpoint, when you say, you know, hon, I think you, you should just try to find a greater balance, I think that sounds really boring. So this conversation has really helped us because now I understand and I agree with what Matt is saying. Like, I agree that he has a valid point and I understand now why he was so dismissive when I kept talking about balance. Right. And, but I think we've kind of come to an agreement. Maybe we've kind of talked and duked this out a little bit. I think at the end of the day, what we're trying to say is. With his time, Jesus was balanced. You know, how he used his time and spent his time, right? He did portray some sort of a balance there. But 
when God called him to do the hard things, the risky things, the things that were of God, he didn't hesitate. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the distinction we have to make here. Um, because sometimes God calls us out of our comfort zone. He calls us out of the boat. He calls us to do risky, uncomfortable. He calls us to sell our, all our possessions and go to the missionary field. Like he calls some of us to do that, right? And we can't say, well, that's not a healthy balance and ignore the call of God on our life. Right. And I think that's kind of where we've kind of met in the middle where now you kind of appreciate my understanding of balance but I see your balance, and it's broadened my perspective. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I, I understand what you were saying about balance, and balance, um, I think, is is not a bad thing. But when balance jeopardizes your purpose in life, mm-hmm. and in, in the case of Jesus, very clear purpose, um, you know, it's and, – and I do think it was um, an interesting – I think it's interesting that Jesus probably was both balanced and – um, not balanced at the same time in the fact that he was very purposeful um, in, in why he was here, why he came, um, but also demonstrated how you can lead a purpose-focused life of on mission, um, but also, you know, still recognize you got to eat while you're doing it. I love what you said, and I, help me with how you just phrased that. You said if balance prevent your purpose then that's the issue i think right it's it's like anything else if you're too extreme and your extreme lifestyle limits your god-given purpose or if you're too balanced and it limits your purpose or you're too lazy and it limits your purpose um, then whether it's laziness whether it's balance or whether it's extreme it's not what you should be doing you yeah. need to make adjustments this has helped me so much in our communication and i i just want to encourage you married couples out there when you're trying to talk to your spouse about something and you're not getting their reaction that you thought you would get on an issue think about go back to this basics of definition of how do you feel why do you feel that way you know because we see it totally different now and now i appreciate so much what you're saying and I get it. When you put it in those terms, I go back to, you know, writing the book and how when God called me to that, I knew it was going to throw everything off balance. I mean, I yeah. remember telling you, we're getting ready to enter a season where I'm not going to be able to do the laundry and do all, like all the things. We have to have a whole lifestyle adjustment here. Yeah. And we didn't let that stop us because we knew that that was the call of God on our life. And it was risky and it was extreme and it was crazy. But the Holy Spirit, you, you can't deny the Holy Spirit just because you want to be comfortable. Those de- uh, back to your point, really good, I think, definitions. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And it's, I think it's dangerous whenever um, couples that are married and have been married for any length of time, I think it's, it's dangerous for them just because they know each other so well to think that they are still they are so similar. Uh, if <laughs> If I ever wrote a book about this, which I won't, I would probably call it at least 10% off. And I, I say that because, ironically, on our drive over here, I was looking at the our air conditioner in our car. Oh, my gosh. Dual, here we go. We have this um, multi-zone climate control. Um, and this this was the case today, and it is usually the case. You are always 10% off 
higher uh, temperature on your side of the car than me. Today, I was at 71, you were at 78. So even though we've been married for 20 years, we know each other better than anyone else knows us. Right. Um, and we're, we probably couldn't be closer than anyone else close to us. And we think we know each other so well, we are still, no matter what, always at least 10% off or different. Yeah. And so 10% in the way we like the temperature of our environment could um, in many ways extrapolate in terms of how we think and how we define things to probably much more than 10% different in many other areas. Which is a great example of why you got to have the conversation, how are you defining it? Because we were seeing it totally differently. We were at least 10% off. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. If you're just now tuning in, this is Mandy. Kim is not here today because I have my husband, Matt, here. And we are talking about finding the balance. And if you didn't listen to the first part of the show, you probably need to because we really defined how we were seeing balance differently and how that has really transformed the way we communicate about it. Um, and so it's kind of like going back to the basics. Like, why do you why do you define it that way? Why do you look at it that way? Um, and really digging in deep. And then that will really help your conversations. Um, we've kind of did all that on the show. And I kind of want to switch gears now. I kind of want to talk about, you know, the actual balance, kind of how my view of definition is, how we spend our time, how we spend our resources, um, how we parent. I kind of want to look at three different areas, and we're going to have to go pretty fast because we only have the second half of the show left. But I want to talk about um, work-life balance. I want to talk about spending versus saving real quick. And I want to talk about being a digital parent. So let's dive into that really quick. So work-life balance. Um, What I would say most of all is everybody struggles with this. There are so many demands put on us today um, that – Everyone struggles with the work-life balance. So first recognize that. And then I would also say do a lot of trial and error on what works. Wouldn't you say that? And like different seasons is going to be different schedules. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's no doubt about that. I find um, in terms of work-life balance, my – my my understanding of it and how we how I approach it has evolved a lot over the past twenty five years or so, uh, and of course it's going to as different life things are thrown at you. Um, you know, people that we know who have had a child with a major illness. Of course, you ask them work life balance. What does it mean to you? And it's going to be a lot different than a single male or female that you know is a, a career 
uh, had a you know 20 25 year career crisis I, puts things in perspective exactly crisis puts things in perspective but I, I listen I would totally agree with you um, work-life balance is really is really really difficult I think I think Satan uses that as a really major tool as well. I do, too. I, I, I think that he manipulates us into thinking, well, you can't add that Bible study onto your plate. You can't do that ministry I'm calling you to do because you have too many other obligations. I was talking to a friend last night, and he made a really great point that I think many guys understand. As a man, um, we define ourselves often by our title or our job or what we do. And that is a, that's really tough to get around. I've seen you really um, ha- handle this really well over the last couple years um, and really be able to talk a lot about that. And I Prescription medication. <laughs> no, I think what it is is that the more your faith deepens and the more I see you relying on God, the less your title means and the less you find your worth in that title or that pay or whatever. Um, yeah, I still fall. I still fall down. <laughs> but I think that's fall. very similar, though, to how kids view themselves on social media and their identity. Oh, you know, the more point. the more their faith deepens, the less they feel about what the online world is telling them to feel. And it, I've seen it play out with you and our kids simultaneously. It's, it's been kind of cool. Um, the other thing I would say with work life balance is disconnect from your phone. Um a lot of times we don't realize how much that phone is sucking the time out of our day and just disconnect, be real intentional about it and also schedule things on the calendar, like be intentional with your time. Yes. Um, that is going to take, you just have to make it a priority and schedule. Okay. We don't have a ton of time left, so let's move on to the spending saving balance. Okay. okay? Cause this is a big ongoing conversation in our home. Um, I, you know, I think we've talked a lot about generationally. We have seen families and different, even even just the world in general, you know, will be very poor, you know, and then we'll almost swing the pendulum all the way to the other side where we spend everything or want to do everything because we've 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 found success in money and yeah. gotten money you spending, know spending saving balance a bit of a first world problem and instead of just finding that center that balance is what i would say and you're like oh that's so boring right um but we have a difference of opinion on how we spend our money because i i'm not a spender like i don't buy purses i don't buy shoes but yeah I want to book that vacation. That's what I spend my money on. <laughs> and it comes from a childhood thing. I didn't get to travel a lot when I was a child. And so it's important to me. But do you see kids how... Love, kids love vacation, mom, but by the, the way. The other thing is, though, do you see how that could get out of control? Because yes. I could want to give my kids travel the world. And I could swing the pendulum so far that we don't save anything and we travel everywhere. Right. And that's not healthy either. No. Because, again, it's about the balance. So there is good, healthy things about balance. Yeah. You know, these past two topics, work-life balance, spending and saving balance, I don't think there's anything new here. Right? There's, um, for decades, um, at least in the United States, I think families have struggled with this from the you know, white picket fence of the 1950s and the traditional um, you know, single family income with a man working and whatever, all the way up to now the um, you know, 20, you know, um, you know, 2019, uh, going into 2020, you know, it's, things have changed a lot. I think people still struggle with those. But what is relatively new 
is this concept of digital parenting at least the past probably five years it's and, and I think we're really at the the forefront of it from a global perspective well and I'm I'm glad you kind of made that transition because again here's where I found the value and balance so to me an extreme risky situation is giving a five-year-old a phone with no guidelines and you just are there. That's extreme to me and that's risky. And I don't feel like God would call us to do that, right? Because it's it's just, it puts them in harm's way. Um, but with balance, I feel like with balance, we found a sweet spot with our digital parenting because I think in the beginning, in the very beginning, when we became we realized that we were going to be this cyber parents that we had to be. Our whole thing was protect and bubble wrap. Don't give them a phone till they're 18. We're going to protect them from everything. And do you see how giving a kid a fi- at five with everything and then not giving them any access and delaying it and not allowing them even any technology, those are two extremes. Right. Right. And so when I talk about balance, that's why I'm so passionate about it and why I got so irritated when you didn't see it the way I saw it is that I see this balance in the middle of where we're teaching our kids how to use technology like we're teaching them to drive a car. You know, we're letting we're they this is their world. They have to know this for job skills, for school. So we're allowing them to use it, but we're doing it with safe perimeters. Mm -hmm. You know, we we found a balance of what works. We've guidelines, uh, making sure they don't have phones in their bedrooms or their bathrooms, making sure we're constantly having the dialogue of what they're seeing online so that we can talk them through it. Um, and it's been I, that's why I feel like I appreciate balance so much more when I put it in those perspectives. Does it sway you at all? It sways me greatly <laughs> because I fully agree. And um, when you give that balance, that definition, um, I I am 100 percent behind it and agree. And, and I think this has enormous ramifications. So the we um, particularly in the U.S. have not have not seen um, the full effects of what um, digital um, impacts, what the kind of this, this digital world of social media and full access to global internet information can have or has had or, or can have on a generation of people um, who are productive in their 20s. And we're starting to see that with millenn- the millennial generation. But um, it, it seems like the, just the past couple of years is when you start to see behaviors in young kids come out that we've not ever seen before. And many people are attributing that, whether it's gun violence or anything else, many people are attributing that to video games and social media and cyberbullying and these types of things. And um, I, back to your point, fully agree. If you, if you fail to have some balance and have proactively manage this, um, you're, you're going to have some major problems. Well, and just when we look at statistics on screen addiction and the stories that we have coming into us about, you know, my kid left for college and they can't turn off their phone. You know, there's no balance with the screen. And so being able to model this in our in our in our homes for our kids so that when they leave, they already have the tools to be able to know, Okay, I need to limit myself 
to social media for this many hours or I need to limit my gaming for this many hours. And I think that is a healthy way to look at balance. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I do kind of want to go back to your point that you brought up at the beginning of the show, which I think is so good, is that sometimes God calls you to do the risky. He calls you to do the extreme and you cannot say. And, and one of the perfect examples of this is when I was writing the book, I literally kept telling you, we need to wait 20 years and see how this all turns out. Like, we feel like we're learning a lot, but what if we're not learning anything? And God was like, no, no, people need help now. People need this dialogue now. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to understand everything. But what I need you to do is start this conversation. Well, I, and I remember many com- many conversations we had where you said, I'm not qualified I'm not to do qualified. this. I'm not Who qualified. Who am I? I'm a mom. Well, look, reality is none of us are qualified to do this. But if we're called by God for a purpose, it's not us doing it, right? We're just we're just the tool. Yeah. And um, and so I, that's where, I, I, you know, I think maybe we've come to an agreement. In some areas of life, balance is good. In other areas of life, when you've got God 100% and direction, clarity, and he asks you to do something that's really, really crazy, um, but you know it's coming from God, you throw balance out the window and you go for it. Think about Noah. Everybody looked at him and said, what are you doing, dude? Why are you building this ark? What if he would have stopped building it? They hadn't experienced rain yet. And they he was hadn't building experienced the ark, right? rain. And they didn't know water's going to fall from the sky. What are you talking about? Right. right. And so sometimes God calls us out of the comfort zone and we have to be obedient to that when he does. Agreed. Thanks for being here, hen. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?